Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. So that's what we're going to do. But we're also going to talk all the way around the world of sports. Thanks so much for being with us. Hope you had a great week. Happy Friday, everybody. It is a Friday, so that means we are drinking some Florence Coffee Company. It's funny because Rajim comes in here almost every Friday. And uh, I always can tell if I'm going to be able to get it. The way that my process works, not to bore you with what my work weeks are like when I'm not on this show, (laughs) but... Mostly, I spend Monday through Thursday mornings doing interviews that we stack up. And then Thursday afternoons, I usually go out with our good friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, and we go on some sales calls. And then Fridays, I usually go do my collections, you know, get all the gift cards, all that sort of thing. And uh, so I'm always usually coming in here really hot. And so my drop dead rule, leaving downtown Missoula to get to where we're at over here in North Reserve, right, is 328. Right. I'm like, if I can leave downtown 328, I'll be to Missoula Broadcasting Company by 350, 10 minutes to settle in for the show, whatever. But yeah. my rule at Florence Coffee is three minutes per car. So if I'm coming in and I'm going right there at the kiosk right there on Palmer, if there's a car, one or less cars, and I'm coming in at 330, I can swing it. I can do it. Today, I left downtown 332. I'm coming down Palmer, though. Nobody, no cars. In the, nobody in the lane. The last couple, last, last couple times, there's been five people in the lane, and I've come here, and you're just so sad. It's like sad puppy because I know you need your Friday Joe. Buddy, you know I'm a caffeine fiend. <laughs> you, you and uh, our illustrious producer, Tommy Evans, are two of the great uh, coffee and caffeine consumers I know. Well, we are also both Beatle lovers. We are both uh, <laughs> big fans of audio engineering. Uh, Truth. We are both roguishly handsome and appropriately smart. (laughs) 
<laughs> Man, you should be your own agent. I just sold myself. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, it is a Friday. You can stay up late. So let Forrest Coffee help you out. They got all sorts of stuff. I'm drinking an iced Americano, a little cream. Yum. Regime's got a little black Americano. Straight. Roll. Thanks to Izzy for making these up for us. I told her to listen to the show, so maybe she is listening. Izzy, Izzy, uh, not Izzy that used to go to Sentinel. I have no idea. I have okay. no idea. I just, uh, she just made our coffee. I said, thanks okay. for the coffee. Appreciate it. All right. Forrest Coffee, no matter where you're at in the state of Montana, you can stay up late on a Friday night. There's a Forrest Coffee company near you. Thanks to them for keeping us all the way caffeinated here on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Last night, I was at the University of Montana men's basketball game. Oh, by the way, the first one in almost a month, 26 days to be exact, between Grizz home games. Wild. I usually get in the routine of going to Dahlberg Arena every Thursday, every Saturday when you're in my line of work because there's either the ladies' game or the guys' game. I haven't been down to Dahlberg in weeks, so it's good being down there. So we'll get things kicked off with some of the results from last night. Three of the four Division I teams in Montana in action. The Lady Grizz off their game against Idaho Thursday, canceled because of co or postponed, I should say because of COVID issues in the Idaho program. But then Montana's game at Eastern on Saturday can't postponed because of issues with COVID in the Montana program. So COVID going around the Big Sky Conference, but the MSU women played on the road last night in Cheney. Montana State hosted Eastern uh, in men's basketball in Bozeman, and Montana was at home. So the Grizz, an 81-62 win over Idaho. Momentarily, we'll hear from Josh Bannon, sophomore power forward, who's uh, he's transforming into one of the best players in the Big Sky Conference. And if he can maintain that, that's a big thing for the Grizz. We're also going to talk a little Baseball Hall of Fame because I'd like to get Rajim's perspective on Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens because I think it's going to be sort of similar to mine. And then, of course, we're going to talk all things NFL playoffs. About 20 minutes from now, this is also very fun. That's another reason I was sort of running around today. I was trying to get a hold of my main man, Colt Anderson, one of my good friends from my time here at the University of Montana when he was an All-American safety. Uh, we played against, we played every sport against each other in high school and they got to know each other well in college. And... Uh, he then spent nine years in the National Football League, and now he's the special uh, assistant special teams coach on Zach Taylor's staff for the Cincinnati Bengals. So Colt gave us a little update on what's going on in Cincy. He also has some thoughts about the new favorite son of the Mining City, Colt, of course, from Butte, America. But he knows Tommy a lot, and uh, he knows he's sharing the spotlight when it comes to uh, Butte's favorite athlete right now, and uh, that's okay with him. So we'll catch up with Colt here just a little while. Also, continue to give you previews of what's going to be an outstanding championship Sunday. The Kansas City Chiefs host those Cincinnati Bengals in the first championship game. And then the NFC championship game, the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams. Winners go to the Super Bowl. We're also going to talk some high school hoops. The A couple of the, the reservation teams this year are absolutely lighting it up, and it is incredible to watch. I, I you, It's just like... Must-see box score for me. I'm looking in the paper and on 406 MT Sports every day for Lodgegrass and Lame Deer because these two teams are both averaging 90-plus points per game. I mean, Journey Emerson has dropped 40-plus three times this year already, and Damon Grovant from um, from Lodgegrass is one of the most prolific scorers in the state, too, so we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, it's always fun when uh, the, the teams from the reservations are, are running and gunning like they're prone to do. Well, I, I think it just goes to show you it's just a different style of basketball. Absolutely. And it's entertaining. It's hard to defend. It's hard to game plan around. And I like seeing the different philosophies and psychologies of the games go head-to-head, especially at that level. A little change-up for you as well. We teased this yesterday, but we're making it happen today. And Regime actually doesn't really know this yet. Uh, uh-huh. Our good friend Carolyn and I always record on Thursdays. And we've been playing the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports for you on Thursdays. But because of the uh, schedules for basketball season and because our great friend Krista Redpath is now co-hosting with me for the first hour of each Thursday show, we're moving Carol into Fridays. That said, my main guy, Regime, I love to have him have as much time to rap on the mic as he possibly can. So we're going to work out a scenario. I, I want to have a way that me and Regime can both do a segment with Carol at the same time because I think we'd have a whole hell of a I lot of fun. I love her. She, <laughs> she's hilarious. She Well, not only is she hilarious, but she's also ridiculously smart and tactful and full of grace. It just adds a different energy to whatever room she's in or Absolutely. outside the RV. I would love to have that trifecta come For into sure. fruition. For sure. But regardless, you can always hear the chick who does no sports on Friday. Here on Nuanas now. So we'll have that for you at the top of the hour, about five o'clock. And then 
Why wouldn't we? We're just going to keep talking NFL, man, because that's what it is. It's it's the best time of the year. It's the biggest games of the year. So we're excited and uh, excited to get to it here on a Friday. Yes, sir. Nuanas now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. You want to listen to the show, stream the show any uh, way on your mobile device, your cell phone, computer, tablet, whatever, head on over to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab, and you'll find the stream. You want to be a part of the show, you can also do that. 406 1029 That's 888-1029. Remember it for two different reasons. We got Grizz hockey tickets. I got the go-ahead from my main guy, Tucker Sarge. He didn't he said, I said, how many do you want to give away? He said, I don't know. He said, however the flow of the show goes. So I'm gonna decide throughout this, but we're gonna give you at least eight Grizz hockey tickets oh, tonight. Word? The uh, University of Montana hockey team hosts University of Providence tonight. Here's another thing. Tuck and I were talking about this. Sports fans are, are very uh, predictable when it comes to brain, brand name recognition. In other words, if yes. Montana hockey is hosted Montana State hockey, people are like, oh, Cat Grizz, Cat Grizz. Cat. we're going. Easy. Doesn't matter. We don't care if the Cats are good, bad, whatever. We're Word. going. Word. Idaho, Eastern Washington, other the teams that the Grizz hockey team play, they recognize those names. Yeah. Well, you might think University of Providence. Okay, small school up in Great Falls, an NAIA school in most sports. Here's the thing, though. It's a private school. So the University of Providence, even though they're at the quote-unquote club level, can recruit fully because they, they can offer full-ride scholarships based on tuition waivers. University of Providence is one of the three or four best club teams in the United States of America. So if you're thinking that the ticket maybe not isn't a hot ticket tonight, no, no, no. This is the last Grizz hockey home game for the season, and this is the best team the Grizz will play this year. So we got at least two four-packs of tickets to the Glacier Ice Rink for you. So stay tuned for that. 406-888-1029 is how you're going to get a hold of us here at Nuanas Now. Well, of it course, makes me want to go. I'm not even a hockey dude, and just the oh, way you, you sold gotta, it, like, you, you I, I, go. it makes me want to go. You got to go, man. It's, I like good competition. Oh, it's fun, man. It's really fun, and the spectacle is great. They're doing an awesome job. Tuck is killing it. Tuck is killing with it with the marketing and all that stuff. So it's been a fun to be a part of. Of course, you can also hear the game, Grizz Hockey tonight, right here on 102.9 ESPN uh, Radio as well. Yes, sir. Let's talk some hoops first and foremost. We are coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio here in Missoula. Bring Northwest it. Motorsport, this is the last day of their anniversary sale. They got huge discounts on their lot, which is at the corner of Stevens and Mount here in Missoula. You can also check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Check out Northwest Motorsports. Huge inventory and huge discounts for their annual anniversary sale. Last night at Dullberg Arena, the Montana men I thought looked as good offensively as they have since they pounded Eastern Washington and Cheney about six weeks ago. I thought that the Grizz got up and down. I thought they executed pretty darn well. That's all to say, though, the Grizz are certainly are coming. Uh, the Grizz are certainly building momentum and, and so, sort of starting to take form. They've won six out of seven after last night's 81-62 victory over Idaho. That said, and we're going to get into this in a minute, but my God, what happened to the Idaho Vandals? That was a proud, proud program for decades, but even when they rejoined the Big Sky, the football has been sad, but that's a little bit more predictable because you drop down from FBS. There's a lot of bad attitudes going around the program. When Idaho came back in the Big Sky as a non-football member back in 2014, they were exceptionally good in men's and women's basketball. And women remain good, except for this year they're sort of struggling, but there's a lot that goes into why. That's here, nor, that's here nor there, though. The men's basketball program has fallen off a cliff. I could not believe what I watched last night. They have no talent. Idaho has no talent. They they didn't have another coach besides Zach Claus in a suit. I don't even know if they brought an assistant coach to the game. Their bench had four players on it. They only brought nine guys. I was just, like, blown away when I watched. I mean, it was a good effort by Montana, but the Grizz did whatever they wanted. They didn't even really shoot the ball that well. They were 5 of 20 from three, yet they still scored 81 points and just had their way with the Vandals. I was kind of watching the game from afar, and and when I looked at the bench, I I thought there was, like, an intermission or a stoppage of play or, like, an injury had happened because – of the lack of bodies on the seats, uh, in the seats. And I was just like, there's got to be something wrong. And then I was like, no, the game's actually going. That was just the timeout. And it really looked like the Grizz were playing a junior college last night. Crazy, because Idaho was Montana's among, if not biggest, 
opponents in, in the way to their Big Sky title hopes during the two-year run that Montana had when they went to back-to-back NCAA tournaments. So to see Idaho go from basically the second-best team in the league to now not close the worst team I've seen, I mean, they already lost to Idaho State. Idaho State was the other worst team that I've seen in the league. So it's sort of perplexing, sort of crazy to see how far the Vandals have fallen. All that said, though, the Grizz have now won 10 in a row at home. Travis Mm DeCure has made a huge emphasis on that, and Montana's certainly stepping up to the plate and uh, taking great pride at playing at Dahlberg Arena. We had Josh Bannon, sophomore power forward for the Grizzlies, on the show as our Grizz star of the week on Wednesday. Well, he went 18-9 last night, 18 points, nine rebounds for the big Aussie. He is certainly becoming one of the best players in the Big Sky Conference. He's absolutely one of the best front court players in the Big Sky Conference. He's tough. He's got, he plays with a great motor, and uh, his skill is definitely coming along. We caught up with Josh just for a couple minutes following Montana's 81-62 victory over the University of Idaho last night in Missoula. Second time in a week with Josh Bennett. He was our Grizz Star of the Week earlier this week, and he was the player of the game in this one, 18-9, as he helps lead Montana to an 81-62 victory over Idaho. Must be good luck coming on ESPN Radio, huh? Apparently so. I should get, you should have me on every week. <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, you guys were in control of this game. It was 30-16, to 16, and uh, you guys were, it seemed like you were in full control of it, and then Idaho goes on a run right before half. What did you guys adjust at halftime? I'm sure uh, Coach Travis, Coach DeCure probably wasn't too happy at halftime. Yeah, I think there was there was just a patch there where we were playing a bit soft, not as physical and as aggressive on defense as we needed to be. Um, and that's been something, like, obviously we're priding ourselves on our defense right now, and when we give up 10 points in the space of three, four minutes, that's a problem. So it was really just talking about making adjustments on the defensive end and getting out in transition. You guys have had stretches where you haven't been able to score. Today, that didn't really happen, though. You guys were pretty fluid from the entire game. What was going right? What was so good with the offensive execution today? I think we just do a good job of moving the ball. Um, I think just get the ball getting through multiple hands. We've got a lot of guys who can score at a very good rate. So it's just a matter of putting guys in the positions they're best in and then letting them work from there. One guy that has provided a pretty good spark in conference, especially when you guys are at home, has been Lionel Martin. What do you thought of his play so far? That's that's one. Of, that's my guy. I love Lionel. Uh, he, he's been... You know, he, the adjustment has sort of taken him a little bit longer. He'll admit that himself. Um, there's, there's been he sort of had a little bit of a rough step, stretch shooting the ball. But the one thing you can always count on him for is he's a great teammate. He's always going to bring energy to practice and enthusiasm, and he really brings it for us. And then as he's starting to get back to being him, shooting the ball better all round, it's it's really good for us. And a guy that can rebound like that off the wing too. I mean, that's that's a pretty big advantage. I mean, how much does that help ease the load when you have a guard that can rebound like him? Yeah, he did a really good job tonight. I think he snagged up eight boards, which is which is awesome. Um, if we can team rebound, that's going to be really good for us in the future. And Brandon Whitney, I mean, he's been so good on ball, but I mean, he straight shut Mikey Dixon down today. So, what'd you think of that effort? Yeah, it's, it's it's awesome. He he's a phenomenal basketball player and an elite defender. I think it's pretty difficult to. He's the best defender in this league, if you ask me. He just every every week the opposing guy seems they have an off night. It's just it's just how it works when Brandon's guarding you. Um, yeah, he did a phenomenal job tonight, as he always does. Eastern Washington here Saturday night. What are your thoughts on the Eagles coming to town? Exciting. Um, one game at a time. It was good to get tonight done. Super excited for Saturday. We'll get in here, practice tomorrow, and just look forward to that, working towards it, hope getting another win. So there you go, Josh Bannon, following Montana's 81-62 victory over Idaho on Thursday night. The Grizz host Eastern Washington Saturday night. Nuana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Those Eastern Washington Eagles, they hung tough in Bozeman last night. They played great defense, held the Bobcats to about 32% shooting, but that didn't matter. MSU has proven they can win in a bunch of different ways, and they've proven they can win in bunches, and it's been a minute since Montana State has had a streak like they've had going right now. They beat Eastern last night 69-65. That's 10 out of 11 for the Bobcats, so they are rolling right now. MSU's won six straight overall and 10 out of the last 11. They're 7-2 and two in league, so Montana, Montana State sit there right now half a game ahead of Southern Utah in the win column in the Big Sky standings and behind Weber State who moved to 8-1 last night in league play. So Montana, Montana State, 7-2, a game behind Weber State in the Big Sky Conference men's basketball race. The only women's game for the Big Sky Conference, Montana teams. Montana State went to Cheney, 65-55. The Bobcat ladies win as well. So the MSU women, that's five wins in 10 days. Unbelievably impressive 
for Trisha Benford's squad and uh, the fortitude that they've shown. We're going to come back around, actually, to this conversation about the Baseball Hall of Fame. I also want to talk a little bit about J.R. Smith and his um, dabbling in college <laughs> athletics after he's already a retired NBA player. Got to love it. But first, we're going to talk a little bit of NFL playoffs. Colt Anderson, longtime NFL player, All-American safety from the University of Montana, and now assistant special teams coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. He will join us coming up. We'll probably play that for you. Oh, I don't know, five, six, seven minutes. I don't know. Just keep it right here. What are you going to do? Why are you changing the channel? Where else are you going to get 30 minutes of continuous radio anywhere in Missoula? Nowhere. This is the only spot. Keep it right here. Cold Anderson coming up in a minute. But first, Rajim, it's funny because it's great seeing you once a week. Yes, sir. But when it's been, by the time Friday rolls around each week, it's been so long since the NFL playoff game. So we, I don't ever get your immediate reactions but last Sunday, last Saturday and Sunday, one of the best weekends of NFL football I've ever seen. What did you think of all the games? I just want to go, what is W-H-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-T spell? What? It was, that's all I could think of last <laughs> week was just that Kansas City Chief game. Like, if you moved, you missed three touchdowns. Right. Like, there was, if you moved, you, 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 you were the loneliest person on this planet by far. The best playoff game I've ever watched. And I've watched a lot of them. Yep. Top five playoff game of all time. What we want to see and what we're going to see for many years to come. Uh, Isn't that the truth? I was watching with my five-year-old nephew. Yep. And yeah, he's starting to learn the players and sort of get what's going on. Yes. And he really likes Patrick Mahomes. He really likes Josh Allen. Big, so, yeah. when, so when the game started, he's like, Uncle Coco, I don't know who to go for. And I was like, hey, buddy, just, you just follow your heart. But also, you don't have to go for anybody. You can just watch the game, and you can be happy for game. whoever wins and whoever doesn't win. And he's like, that's what I'm going to do. But then when it was coming down to it, he's like, I want the Chiefs to win. I was like, hey, cool, man. Because he's smart. But then I was telling him, I was like, Ellis, the craziest part is that you're going to be watching these same two dudes battle it out for the AFC title until you're like 20. This yeah. is going to last forever. I mean, oh, absolutely. We're, we're a decade plus of, of, I mean, think about the AFC moving forward. You got Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert, all Sick. under the age of 25. Sick. Unbelievable to think about those guys dueling it out for the AFC titles for the next oh, decade oh, plus. Oh, and then and then you you got you got the young up and coming upstart who I think at the end of it is going to have a great career. The heir apparent to Tom Brady up there in uh, in in New England. Can't forget about for him. sure. Mac and Jones, then, absolutely. Mac Jones, and then you still got you you got, you got Jackson there. Like the AFC is loaded with quarterback talent. No question. I mean, and then there's the couple of young guys that could figure it out on the other side, too. I mean, Kyler Murray was terrible down the stretch. He oh, was horrible, terrible in their horrible. playoff game. But but th th that's not to say, like, the jury is out on him. You give no. Kyler Murray every chance in the world because he's one of the great athletes on the earth. Oh, period. Yes. A little road running so, back there. So it's going to be fun to see the way that it all evolves because we are sort of on the precipice of this new generation oh, of quarterbacks. Boy, and so uh, good. It, it'll be fun to watch. One of the most fun quarterbacks in the National Football League, though, Former Heisman Trophy winner, former number one overall pick, Joe Burrow. Kid is lighting it the last six weeks. And it's funny because the Niners march into Lambeau and they win on a last-second field goal. And, of course, our great leader here at Missoula Broadcasting Company lost her mind. She's losing her mind. She, she, has, she has lost her mind. <laughs> she told me, I don't have the will to live anymore. I was like, stop it. It's not that serious. She's like, you don't understand what it's like being from Wisconsin. She's like, this is this is serious. I was like, Becky, come on. It's all good. But <laughs> but, but that game that game sort of set the tone, stole the stage on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, the almost comeback by Tom Brady, but the defending Super Bowl champs get knocked out because of my boy Cooper Cup down the stretch. And... The Rams pull out an unlikely instant classic. And then all, then all of a sudden, one of the great games that we've seen in the Absolutely. 21st century between the Chiefs and the Bills. All of that overshadowed the fact that, holy cow, the Cincinnati Bengals are in the AFC Championship game for the first time since before I was born. What a what a run by Cincinnati. What have you thought of this run that the Bengals have been able to mount? Well, it's funny because I was watching that game with my son, and the first thing I said was, man, I can't wait to be the Bengals next year on Madden. And what that segues to is they are no so doubt, right? nice. And, like, they're, the average – I was reading an article the other day. I think their team average age is something like 24. Totally, yeah. They're very young. They're no like, question. I mean, across the board. And the way in which they play, they don't play like young guys. 
Like they play like 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 KG veterans. The body control, the the like if you watch that offense, that is not a poor man simplistic offense. Like these are dudes who are not only athletes, but they're smart athletes. For sure. And Joe Burrow is right there sitting in the chair like Captain Kirk at the helm, doing what he needs to do. You want us now, ESPN Radio? SWX Montana Television, Rajim Seabrook in studio with Yo. me, Coulter Duanez, Kevin Tuyer from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. A guy that a lot of people around Montana know very well, one of Montana's favorite exports, Colt Anderson, the Butte Missile, one of the great players in the history of the University of Montana, a guy who played a nine-year NFL career, was a multiple-time Pro Bowler as a special teamer, widely considered one of the best special teams players in the NFL during his career. Now he's an assistant special teams coach on Zach Taylor's staff in Cincinnati. Great pleasure talking to my good friend earlier today. Well, happy Friday, everybody, and happy now to welcome in one of my good friends, a guy who's joined us on this show many times, but the first time he's joined us since he became an NFL assistant coach, it's Colt Anderson, nine-year NFL vet as well as former All-American safety for the Grizz. Colt, my man, thanks so much for joining us. Coming from Cincy, that's pretty cool. How you living? How's life? Colter, always great talking to you, always great being on here. Life's been good, you know. Um, it's fun right now, exciting exciting times here in Cincinnati. You know, we're, we've been winning a, a few games as of late. We got into the playoffs, won our division. Uh, you know, we got we got after the Raiders first round, upset the Titans last week. And, um, you know, right now we're just preparing to head out and uh, take care of business. we got a, we got a big opportunity, big challenge ahead of us with, with the Chiefs. But, uh, you know, things are good. And, Come Sunday, the, the it, you know we just we just have to go one and zero on Sunday, and, and that's what we're shooting for. We're going to get into all the NFL stuff, but first and foremost, I've actually been thinking about you secondarily, both because of watching the playoffs, but also just throughout the month because covering the FCS playoffs, covering Montana State on their run, I thought about Butte all the time because Tommy Malak kind of took the state of Montana by storm, and you've been the favorite son of Butte for a minute, man, and, and uh, I think you got some company now with this kid. So I know he's a Bobcat, you're a Grizz, but. Pretty cool. A kid from Butte, Montana, led uh, led Montana State all the way to the chipper. That that was an awesome run that, that my buddy Tommy went on. Yeah, you know, I was fortunate. So I got in. I volunteered at Butte High for a year, and it just so happened that Tommy right. was the uh, starting quarterback and got him on defense a, a couple snaps a game. The kid's just a he, the kid's just a baller. He, he's a special you know football player, and, and everyone says it. And it's cliche to say sometimes, but he's an even better person. But it just holds so true. To him, you know, valedictorian. During my time as a, when I was playing, I had to go up to, and work out up a few high. And I mean, talk about first in, last out. That that was him the whole time, and he just pushed everyone around him. And, and I know he's rubbed off on, on the, the the guys at Montana State. They see the same guy that I saw when I was even playing in the NFL. He's a special talent, special kid. You know, even though I was a Grizz, I, it's hard to admit, but I, I was rooting for Tommy Malone. <laughs> oh, for sure, and, man. Uh, and uh, that's, that's uh, I, I don't know if that's legal for me to say, but I was. He, he's he's a hard kid not to root for. Oh, absolutely. And, it, I mean, and that's the thing. As Montanans, as we both are, I mean, one of the coolest moments was after the semifinal game when Montana State beat South Dakota State, and he got Tommy Malott and Troy Anderson sitting up there doing the post-game press conference, and you're thinking, man, Seriously, two of the best football players in the whole country are from 60 miles apart, small town Montana. That's just what makes Montana so great. It's pretty neat. I, I told I, I told uh, you know a few of our scouts about Troy. My, my dad, you know, he's a basketball official, and right you know, in the off season, I'd go home and watch you know some of the tournaments, and just so happened the Class A basketball tournament was in Butte. My dad was officiating it, and so I go check out Dylan. And you know Terry Thomas always did a good job there, so I got to see Terry. And my dad was working this Dylan Beavers game, and, and I'm not, no kidding. Uh, you know, heard about this Anderson kid going to the Cats, and um, after watching him play a, a game of basketball, I was, I was very disappointed that, that he wasn't a Grizz. And I'm not, he, he was like running the show. He, he was at uh, the top of the key. There's like one dribble, and he goes up and, and dunked it. What seemed like it was the free throw line, but. Right. Uh, he, what a special talent he is, too. Just a, a freak athlete, obviously, being able to be whatever it was, All-American, All-Conference all at, you know, multiple positions is, is unbelievable. And, um, you know, his, his ceiling is just so high right now. Colt Anderson joining us, former University of Montana All-American safety, nine-year NFL vet, and now coaching for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals in the AFC Championship game Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. And Colt, last question for you before we get into the NFL stuff. It's sort of a crossover, but like you just mentioned, every guy you just mentioned, Terry, Tory and Tyler Thomas and Troy Anderson, Tommy Mallott, yourself, all these guys, we're talking about them playing basketball. And I think about this all the time. Montana guys, so often we play three sports. 
And I, I feel like it caters to then your athleticism and your potential in the future. So now that you're a coach, do you see that? I mean, do you, do you guys look when you're scouting players for guys that have athleticism in multiple different areas? Oh, no doubt. I mean, I mean, at this level, you know, the athleticism's there, and it's different from college where you're, you're, you're trying to find that rare athlete. You, you know, so I, I think a lot of guys that have played in the NFL were, were multi-sport guys, and, and that's, you know, you talk to a lot of college scouts, college coaches, those are the guys they're looking for. And so, uh, you know, I got, I got kids, 9, 10, 4, and, you know, that's, I'm, I'm trying to get them in as many sports as, as they can as they can be in. Uh, Colt Anderson, All-American Safety for the University of Montana, longtime NFL vet, as well as a assistant coach for the Cincinnati Bengals, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Let's talk about this playoff run. You guys showed flashes through the first 10 or 12 weeks uh, as the Bengals of what you could do. A couple um, amazing wins over the Baltimore Ravens. There were sort of statements. But now it seems like Cincinnati definitely hit their groove. You got one of the best and most fun-to-watch young quarterbacks in the National Football League in Joe Burrow. He's rolling. Seems like you guys are playing for him. You guys are balling on defense. What's this run been like? I mean, how, how, what's it been like to be a part of such a special run for the Bengals? Yeah, I, I mean, like you said, it's been fun to be a part of it. And, and you know, coming to work every day has been, been a joy. Uh, the, the, the players play for one another. The coaches coach for one another. And, um, you know, it's a special connection we have. And, and it, it, I think about my time in Montana, you know, when we were there, it was, you just had a feeling that you were, you, you were going to win. And, you know, if you put in the hard work and you trusted the guy next to you, uh, good things were going to happen. And, and, and that's kind of the feeling we have here is just the trust levels on point. Guys are going to bust their tail. They're going to work hard for the guy next to them. And um, everyone's going to do their job. And, and uh, you know, you get those things dialed in and you're going to be a dangerous team. And, and, and obviously, like you said, we got Joe Burrow who's playing real well. You know, just his mindset. His uh, his ability is, is top notch, and got to keep him rolling. I got to got to got to keep uh, got to keep everyone rolling, really. But it's it's been fun. Last thing for you, then you guys go to the belly of the beast, go to Arrowhead Stadium, one of the great venues in all of football. Patrick Mahomes awaits you and the Kansas City Chiefs four straight AFC title game in Kansas City. The road has gone through KC since Mahomes has risen like he has. What do you think of this challenge? This must be pretty cool for you to have a first-hand view and kind of have a hand in going against a kid who's already one of the all-time greats. He, he's a special talent. I mean, you, you watch what he was able to do last week with, you know, that game against Buffalo Bills. Him and Josh Allen put on a show. You know, you give him 13 seconds, and it's pretty unbelievable what he and, uh, you, know, their, you know, their offense can do. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be fun. I, I, I still have a bunch of connections there on staff. I played under Andy for a couple years. You know, one of my good friends, Mike Kafka, is the quarterback coach, and you know several other guys on the team. Um, I'm, a, I, I, I'm familiar with, so it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a great challenge. And you know, everyone's just got to do their job, trust the guy next to him, and and like you, I think would you call it the belly of the beast at Arrowhead Stadium? That place gets rolling, and yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good challenge. Well, best of luck, my man. Very cool for you, for the state of Montana, for the city of Butte, and very cool for us as well. We appreciate you taking some time today. Cole Anderson, former University of Montana All-American, as well as longtime NFL player, now assistant coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals take on the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday, AFC Championship game. Colt, true pleasure, man. Thanks so much for making some time. My pleasure, Colt. Take care, bud. Yeah, I love it, man. One of the best guys I know, man. Also, a character in one of my favorite stories. When Colt was first playing in Minneapolis, two of my other really good friends moved out to Minneapolis to both get their MBAs at the University of Minnesota. So when Colt was playing for the Vikings, we all went out one night, and we ended up hanging out with a couple of his teammates, but then we left that party because we wanted to just go to a dive bar or whatever because we're all Montana guys. We're walking down the street. We're hanging out with some girls, say what's up, and... These girls are talking to us like, what do you do, my buddy? He's like, oh, I'm just going to school and get my MBA here in Minnesota. What do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a sports writer. They look at Colt. They say, what do you do? He goes, I play for the Vikings. She goes, you don't got to lie to me, Tarzan. Because he had his long, crazy hair. he had the long hair. And, and, I mean, Colt's 5'9". I mean, he's strapped. He's 200 pounds, but he's 5'9". It was just so funny because they're like, you don't play for the Vikings. He's like, I'm not lying to you. I'm not just lying to you to try to get you like in fact i'm married and also i play for the vikings i really do <laughs> and these girls are like you guys are full of it it's so funny i always tease them about that that's a good story it's, man. it's a good story man those guys are it, it was it was fun when he was out there in minneapolis a little more accessible than when he was in uh 
Philly and Buffalo. But a great career by him, and true pleasure having him here uh, on ESPN Radio. More NFL playoffs, plus what does Rajim think of Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens? Not in one of America's greatest museums. Keep it right here. You want us now. ESPN Radio. Worried that your furnace might not make it through a tough winter? Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. For a limited time, buy one, get one at Garden City Plumbing and Heating. With two amazing offers available, you could receive a free furnace or a free whole home air purification system. These offers are available through the month of February, so take advantage of this promotion before it's too late. To learn more, call a Garden City Comfort Consultant at 728-5550. Last week on the ESPN Roundtable, Missoula native and winner X Games gold medalist Quinn Wolfman. Yeah, it, it was surreal, and it didn't really kick in for a moment. Yeah, like you said, I was kind of dumbfounded, and then my brother kind of grabbed me and was screaming in my ear, and I think he was uh, a little more excited than I was. So, uh, yeah, that's when it all kind of started to hit me a little bit. Tune in to the ESPN Roundtable every Wednesday in the 5 o'clock hour on Nuanas Now. The ESPN Roundtable is brought to you by Paradise Falls. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Treasure State's Big Sky Conference basketball team stayed red hot on Thursday night. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In the first Montana men's basketball game in Missoula since January 1st, the Grizz pounded Idaho 81-62. Sophomore Josh Bannon scored 18 points and grabbed 9 rebounds, boost UM to its 10th home victory in a row this season and 12th straight home win overall, dating back to last year. Montana's now 7-2 in Big Sky Conference play, 14-6 overall, and have won 6 of their last 7 games. UM hosts Eastern Washington on Saturday in Missoula, tip-off at 7 p.m. In Bozeman, Montana State continued its toward tear, cutting out a 69-65 win over Eastern Washington. Jabril Bello had 15 points and 10 rebounds as MSU won for the 10th time in 11 outings and moved to 7-2 in Big Sky play, 15-5 overall. MSU has now won six games in a row with Idaho coming to town. Saturday's action tips at 4 p.m. for Brick Breeden Fieldhouse. Cheney, Montana State point guard Darian White scored 17 points and ripped six steals to help MSU roll to a 65-55 win over Eastern. The victory is MSU's fifth in the last 10 days and moves the Bobcat women to 7-2 in Big Sky Conference play, 11-8 overall. And finally, the Montana Lady Grizz are off this weekend. UM's game scheduled for Thursday at Idaho was postponed because of COVID issues in the Vandal program. And Saturday's contest in Cheney was also called off because of COVID issues with the Lady Grizz. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. such a great afternoon because it was filled with memes of the Chappelle show because my main man Rajim he had me rolling all afternoon and he had me rolling out during the last break too this guy's got the best Dave Chappelle impression you ever heard hilarious Nuanas now ESPN radio as well as SWX Montana television I told you we're gonna funk it up what's funkier than Rick James nothing gotta love it hope you're having a great Friday hope you had a great week Rajim Seabrook in studio with me Coulter Nuanas talking to you all the way around the world of sports. What's the hot ticket in town tonight? Well, it's the hottest ticket in town for the last couple months. University of Montana hockey team, they host the University of Providence, their final home game of the season. It's flown by. It's been um, unbelievable, honestly, to watch the the popularity of Grizz hockey in their first season and just how much it's grown and and what it's become and uh, just how much the Missoula communities love this and how much our good buddy Tucker Sargent has had a hand in. And it's not just him. He's got a great team, and the way that they have made this thing happen has been awesome. So we appreciate everybody out there for listening. We've carried the games all year long. We'll continue to do that into the future. Our main guy, Jeff Safford, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, he's also now going to be the voice of Grizzly Cross and Grizz Hockey as well. So very much looking forward to have Jeff on the call Pretty much all the way around the year. You're going to have Jeff on your calls all summer long with the Palheads and then uh, in the spring uh, and, and in the winter with both Grizz Hockey and Grizz Lacrosse. So uh, that'll be very fun. I'm going to the game tonight as well. Do you want to go to the game? I know you do. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. 
Caller number two, I got a four-pack of tickets for you to the Grizz hockey game against the University of Providence. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. Caller number two, we'll just get your name. We'll ride around on the tickets, and I'm going to take them down the Glacier Ice Week. We'll have them for you right there at the door. Boom, you'll be all set. Four-pack of tickets to the Grizz hockey game. Call us right now. What time is that game again? 730. You know, I might, I might. uh, My son has a basketball game. You entice me with that. The way you build it, bro. Hey, man, it's a, it's a, it's a spectacle, too. And I'm going to be right there over by Washington Middle School. I can yeah, yeah, dip yeah. across the fields real quick. Okay, okay. and bust my lip and slide okay, on into okay, the Okay, okay, okay. Maybe, brother, we should well, talk. We might have a hookup for you. I, I, know like if, I, I, I know a few people. You know a lot of people. <laughs> Let's talk a little baseball. I, uh, I don't know if you know this about me, actually. You might. I think you probably do. My first love in sports was baseball. Mine too. I sort of, I've sort of built my career around covering football and, and basketball. Yeah. But baseball was my best sport growing up, Mine and well. uh, uh-huh. definitely the thing that I follow. I mean, I was so into baseball cards, baseball Me video too. games, playing Absolutely. baseball all the time. I mean, we were sort of wired the same in our sort of love of collectibles and statistics Absolutely. and things. But. I, I, I said I sort of had to get divorced from baseball for a while. Me too. When Game of Shadows came out, because Barry Bonds is one of my favorite players of my whole life, <laughs> and I read Game of Shadows basically cover to cover in a weekend, and uh, was like basically depressed because I was like, yeah. "Well, that's cool. Uh, everything I ever loved is a lie." <laughs> so, um, all that said, even with the the Balco scandal, Victor Conti, federal indictments, all these things. Barry Bonds is still one of the greatest baseball players of all time. And even if you believe that he doped for the whole last eight or nine years of his career, I still think he was a Hall of Famer the, before he ever took any dopes. So you can eliminate all those statistics, and I think he still deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, this week, Barry Bonds, his last year of eligibility on the Hall of Fame ballot, not voted in. I think it's a tenuous situation for a lot of different reasons, not just the specific nature of Bonds and his um his poor behavior, but also just because of the, the the status of the Baseball Hall of Fame as a true museum. I've made my point on this show already, though. I'll hash this out with you a little bit, but what do you think of this? Should I guess the, the question is, should Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and other people of that ilk be in the Baseball Hall of Fame? I, I, I liken it to this, Coulter. I like what you said about him being a, a, an HOFer, Hall of Famer for those at, at home. Before using the steroids, he was well on his way. I think what you do is uh, much like the NFL with the extra game season is you kind of put an asterisk next to certain things. Give the man his credit where it's due, but note, denote that at from this year going forward that there, there's a smudge on it. Like we're going to give you your credit because you did what you needed to do, but you, you did it in a way that may not be on the up and up, but we're still going to give you your due. I also think that the the process is just so antiquated. Because, I mean, let's be honest. baseball overall, my friend. Uh, Absolutely, but let's be honest. Like, the... There's a variety of guys. I mean, first of all, in my personal opinion, as somebody that's incredibly cynical, I think that most (laughs) guys... I think that most guys, for a formative period of baseball history, took steroids. Absolutely. Almost every guy. Yeah. Hall of Famer or not. Yeah. There's a few guys that were allegedly clean. I do think that one point that I heard throughout this week of this discussion was a lot of the guys that were the most popular both internally and externally, it's not a coincidence that they were not on steroids because they had a lot of respect. I think that it's not a coincidence that Jarek Jeter was so well-revered. I don't think Jeter was a steroid guy. No. Chipper Jones... Uh, for the Braves, I mean, no. Ken Griffey Jr. But no. now we're getting a slippery slope as far as insinuating who and did and did not for the guys that weren't involved in investigations. True, but I like where you're going, brother. But the point is, though, I, I there's a whole bunch of guys, though, that are also insinuated as steroid users that are in the Hall of Fame. David Ortiz just got elected in the Hall of Fame. David Ortiz is insinuated as a steroid user as well. Yep. What's the difference between David Ortiz and Barry Bonds? I think the display and affect over the whole situation, uh, Barry Bonds... Uh, much like Terrell Owens, regardless of what you've been accused for, if you're guilty or not guilty, how you carry yourself, your display and affect, and, and how that comes off of you is huge. And Barry Bonds, 
was not a cool dude when it came to the media. Barry I know. Bonds was not a. I agree, but he, should that go into your Hall of Fame, buddy? I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that. That's how I feel. I'm just saying in the world of sports, totally. When you got two turn tables and a microphone in yep, front of you, yep. if you don't look a certain way or carry yourself a certain way, the media has an odd way of not letting you get your well, laurels down. You know, down the road, and I think that's exactly what hurt him. It hurt him. Well, it's directly applicable in baseball too, though, because the Baseball Writers Association of America is who votes you into the Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> And that to me is almost a conflict of interest. I was gonna bring exactly. I was gonna bring that up and wait for a great segue point. How do you get to be judge, jury, and executioner? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many guys that were surly personalities or like embraced their roles as villains and then therefore they don't get to be first ballot Hall of Famers. It's stupid to me. Right. I like Roberto Allers the greatest second baseman I ever saw in my life. Period. He had to wait like seven years to get in because Ridiculous. He, because he was he's not a nice guy. I mean I don't know. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to uh, advocate for bad behavior, but I also think one of the most appealing parts of baseball, which baseball has also lost, is the fact that baseball was one of, if not the greatest, professional sport in terms of cultivating villains, and that's what yes. ma- that's what made the story so good. Half of the most prominent baseball players of my childhood were villains. They Absolutely, were, they were heels. They were hated. Manny Ramirez, Barry Bonds, Albert Bell, Roberto Alomar. Hate them all. They should all be first ballot Hall of Famers, though, because they no could doubt. all straight rake. They were all the, well, some of the best players of their positions. I get you, man, but it, it, it shows you how people's personal reactions to things have them respond to things differently. And notice I chose my words wisely. It's the reaction versus the response, and that's exactly where we are with baseball sports writing in the Hall of Fame. Nuance Dow, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas, Rajim Seabrook, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. So we agree. So basically, I did the statistical breakdown of the show the other day. Barry Bonds hit 400 plus home runs and had 400 plus stolen bases before he ever took a steroid, right? So I, we we agree that his oh, career was Hall of Fame worthy before he ever cheated. No right? question. But isn't the same true for Roger Clemens? Because Clemens won seven Cy Youngs, and if you believe he tired to start taking steroids the second half of his career, then he probably won four of those Cy Youngs. Post juice, he still won three. He still three won juice. three. I mean, the rocket of the mid to late eighties. He was sick. I mean, he made he, me cry. He was the only guy. As a kid. I mean, for sure, he's the only guy that could rival the legend of Nolan Ryan yeah. with his fastball and the way he could strike people out. But you know how many times I saw him growing up and playing uh, the Red Sox? Like I cried because it was you're just a Yankees like, guy. If Clemens hat was on that second day rotation, and he dude, he made Ricky Henderson look foolish. Willie, I mean, just like. Some of the greats of the mid-80s, not feel you, man. I think, based upon that, pre-steroid use, he's a Hall of Famer. Going forward, put an asterisk next to his name with a nice little needle mark, and we move on forward. No, I was down ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. One of the best basketball games in the state so far. It took place at the Billings Metro earlier this week. No double-A teams involved. One of the best from Class A got taken down by one of the best in Class B. Lodgegrass Harden was an awesome one. But we got a lot of great basketball teams, particularly those from Montana's Indian reservations that are unbelievable to watch. We'll break that down as part of our prep extra right after this. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now. The pageantry, the tradition, the competition, the communal aspect. It's what we love about sports. But there's also a stark reality. Sports and money go hand in hand. At Nuanas Now, every other Tuesday, we are proud to present a business angle with Justin Angle, a segment about the overlay of business and sports. I think as far as products ever created, NFL football is perhaps one of the best products ever created. On par with the iPhones. And it's just, it's ability to kind of transcend every other competitor in the category. The scarcity of games, the fact that they own Sundays, and then they own that place on the calendar. It's sacred. It's become the religion of sports fans and, and the religion of the country in many ways. Tune in every other Tuesday during the 5 o'clock hour to Nuanas Now to hear Justin Engel, a University of Montana business professor, talk with me, Coulter Nuanas, about all of the ins and outs of sports and business. A Business Angle is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communication. One, is now on ESPN Radio. I want to hold your hand, oh, if I can, just be a man. I want to be your friend, not now and then, but until the end. I just love the way you like, and that's a fact. I want to be your number one, so get to that.
What up, Montana? Welcome back to Honest Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Breaking it down, do a dance moves in the studio. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me. Yo. Coulter Nuanas, glad to have you here, man. Always fun hanging out with you on a Friday. Great ending to the week, always. We're coming yes, to you sir. from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, just a couple days left on their anniversary sale. It ends at the end of this month. They have huge discounts on their lot, located here at the corner in Missoula, excuse me, at the corner of Stevens and Mount, as well as online at nwmsrocks.com. Check out the huge inventory and huge discounts now. Northwest Motorsports anniversary sale. Let's talk a little high school hoops. Time for our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montana since 1907. How about this? They got their uh, awesome scholarship program going on right now. Attention high school seniors and your parents. Scholarship applications available now at FarmersEbank.com. They have 10, that's right, 10 $10,000 scholarships. That will be rewarded throughout the year. That's $100,000. They're going to go out to Montana high school graduates. You can review the qualifications and fill out an application today. FarmersEbank.com. Hurry up, though. The deadline just about six weeks away, March 15th. Farmer State Bank, Montana's bank since 1907. Member FDIC. I was transfixed by the uh, game earlier this week between Lasgrass and Harden. I was following it on Twitter, and then I was just captivated by the photos not only because of just the quality of the pictures that were coming out of the in the Billings Gazette, but also because of the background. Yes. The Billings Metra was packed. And uh, this is becoming an annual thing where uh, Harden and Lodgegrass play in the Metra, and uh, it's becoming much must-watch action. Harden, which has been uh, one of the perennial, not, I guess recently, the last couple of years, one of the powers in Class A, they won a Class A title and played for two more they actually fell to the best team in Class B right now. The Lodgegrass Indians are rolling. They light up the scoreboard. They're scoring in the mid to high 80s consistently, and they've flirted with 100 a couple times this year. And for those that have followed Native American basketball, which is one of my favorite things to follow in Montana, truly probably the most influential entry point of my career as a sports writer comes from my favorite story that's ever that I've ever read. Written by Gary Smith. Sports Illustrated, February 1991. The iconic cover of the Dream Team with Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, John Stockton, and David Robinson. Well, within that iconic Sports Illustrated issue is the famous story, Shadows of a Nation, by Gary Smith. Gary Smith, one of my sports writing idols, somebody I uh, just think is one of the best that's ever done it and will ever do it. But Shadows of a Nation is the tale of Jonathan Takes Enemy, who the great crow basketball player from uh, right outside of Harden himself, uh, a guy that was a prodigious talent, a guy a guy that was uh, an absolutely top-level Division One talent but battled a lot of demons in his life and ended up going to a junior college and then going to a small school and never finished his college career. A D1 talent all the way that never could quite make it, but it's all about the dynamic of Native American basketball players in the state of Montana and why some of our best athletes have been Native Hoopers who just have a hard time when they leave the communities that they come from. All that said, there is such great lineage and such great legend that exists in Native basketball in Montana. And anybody that follows it, one of the most famous names is Elvis Old Bull. And Elvis, Elvis Old Bull passed away last year, but he is one of the great scoring guards in the history of the state of Montana, no matter where the background or the classification. He's one of the best players ever in Montana, one of the best athletes ever in Montana. Well, he's from Lodgegrass. Damon Grovant right now, who was the Class B State Tournament MVP last year for Lodgegrass, who's now a senior, he's less than 100 points away from breaking Elvis Old Bull's record. If you understand Native American culture, particularly for the warrior tribes in Montana, and the way that um, sort of the anointment of becoming a man, the becoming a man ceremony that is almost now encompassed in basketball accomplishments, you understand what that accomplishment would be like for a guy to break Elvis Old Bull's record. It would be something that would echo throughout the storytelling of their people forever. And so very, very cool. Uh, but I'm also just so captivated by the fact that uh, it's looking like a collision of titans. It's looking like Lame Deer and Lodgegrass, two reservation teams, are going to be on a collision course to meet in the Class B State Championship. I hope it happens. Class B State Championship this year is in Bozeman, by the way. But if 
if by chance Lame Deer and Lodgegrass can get there. We should go. And you have Damon Grovant versus Journey Emerson. We should go. I would love to go, man. I'm already committed, though. I'm going to be in Boise for the Big Sky Conference tournament, so I will likely be covering the Big Sky Conference championship the night that the Class B championship is at. But that said, I'm trying to put together some sort of team to go over there to cover it for us because I think that that'd be great, and you might be one of those guys. I'll cover basketball. I know you will, for sure. I got you covered, son. For sure. Guys, it's a great story. It's awesome because I think that so much of the, the identity of Native peoples in Montana now are, are steeped in their accomplishments on the basketball court. And I just think it's so fun to watch these teams play in these big venues. And I'm so glad those teams got the spotlight earlier this week. I just think it's, it's so awesome. It's one of the greatest – it's filled with one of the most – elements of mystique of anything that's in Montana and I think that that's it makes it makes it so fun to follow so I'm I'm happy and proud of those teams and those players for what they're accomplishing right now I love the energy and the uh, the emotion that you're putting around this especially because uh, like when you read a lot of the Montana publications teams like that communities like that aren't really spoken of and have light shine on them outside of some of the issues that revolve in those communities and for this to come at a great point in time, uh, almost a heel off the years of the passing, um, and amidst some just downtimes in society because we're in a you know middle of a pandemic, what a great light, a beacon to look at. Um, and also for the young ones coming up, like that record was broken. Sometimes that's what's the catalyst for that, that little nine, 10 year old boy or girl is like, I can do that too. So it's kind of a, a, a great passing of the torch, but at the same time, lighting of a new one uh, from all the spectators, that, as you mentioned, like out at the Metro. The the line that stuck with me so much from Shadows of a Nation, which I've read probably 15 times in my life. I read it pretty much annually just to give myself a reminder of just how wonderful the writing is, but also just how poignant, but also how heartbreaking and filled with struggle that story is. But Gary Smith describes it. He says, Jonathan Jonathan Takes Enemy had a rubber band attached to his back that always drew him back to his people. And he analyzes the both the good and the detrimental that exists in that. So we're up we're up against it. We don't have much time left for hour number one. But you're a guy that's done so much social work and worked in with, with young people and psych and yes, sir. psychologically and things yes, like sir. that. Native American culture is so wonderful, and I, I've had so Beautiful. many great Native American friends, and the, the familiar aspect of it, the true tribalism that exists because it's so authentic, is one of the best parts. But also, it seems, it makes it very hard for especially young men when they leave the reservations uh, to find to, to be comfortable uh, in a different role. And, and a lot of times when it comes to basketball, playing a completely different style of basketball as well. I mean, just sociologically, psychologically, why is that? Well, because it's it's just it's called that's when you get into the clash of cultures, right? And and totally, and it's the it's one of the things I had to adapt to when I moved here. Sure, I'm from the East Coast, totally, and uh, we we like running a lot of half court set pick and roll. Yes, Out here, right. it's a lot of pick pop shoot, pick pop shoot, right. lose defense. Back east, it's you want to come through lane, you 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 about to pay it on the toll. Right. And it's just a different culture. So I had to adapt my bang bang slow down game to try to catch up. And then when you talk about the 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 type of basketball that you're talking about, which is even faster, it's just so not recognized outside of the microcosms that they're in, which is a, a bigger issue and another conversation for another day. But overall, it's just there's there's been no extension of that elsewhere. Sure. And and the fact that no one has looked at this brand of basketball, this great opportunity to expound upon that and take it to another level is, is somewhat sad and disheartening. Noir Zalia Spit Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Our good friend Carolyn, she stopped by earlier this yeah, week, yeah. so we will uh, present to you this, week, this week's Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Also... The New York football Giants got a new head coach. Regime's still on the fence. We got two primetime showdowns on Sunday. And two of the best players in the NFL are also two of the most polarizing men in pro sports. And both of them knocked out of the playoffs. What's next for TB12 and A-Raj? We'll speculate a little bit for you, too. Why not? It's Friday. Keep it right here. Hour number two in Nuanas Now coming at you. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. 
There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 